Who you betting on? Always on black, bad stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. No, we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson. We are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network, the only gambling show that makes you money, and the new reigning, defending, NYX Gold Level Podcast in uh, Excellence in Sports Award winners, Hell the yeah. West Coast Gamblers. Now, if you're asking yourself, Tony, what is the NYX Gold Level Awards? We are asking the same thing. But hey, <laughs> we are champions. <laughs> we are champions. All that matters is that we are now an award-winning podcast. We don't have to say what for. We are just now an award-winning podcast, and uh, uh, we're grateful to our partners at the Evergreen Podcast Network for submitting us for the award that we have no idea what it's about, but we're grateful to have. Yes. And I kind of say, you know, it's it's, it's been no, uh, you know, and, and it's this brought us fame and fortune and everything that goes with it, and we thank you all, and it's been no pleasure cruise, and let's let's continue to just make great podcasts, guys. Excellence in sports podcasting, NYX Gold Level Award winning show. I'm about Very to have happy a about kid. it. I don't know how am I going to have time to do all the press that comes along with this. The the whole tour. I mean the the book interviews. I mean you know the radio spots. All of that. Do we sort get a of... plaque? Do we get a ribbon? I don't know how it works. But either way, that's who we are. And today we're talking about my favorite golf tournament of the year. It's all about Augusta National and the Masters. This is the second golf show we're doing this year. Our first golf show, we killed it. We went 10-2-2 on that show. We'll each be giving out five bets in a fast five format again and a few sprinkled winners at the end. I love the Masters. There's no better weekend to just relax, put your feet up, and watch some golf with Jim Nance talking to us all the way through it. Can't wait to talk about it. And uh, the NCAA tournament wrapped up, obviously. Uh, we did well in that as well. I mean, we didn't do well. Excuse me. I did very well. Thank you, Tony. On this show. I went six and two on this show and NCAA March Madness bets given out on this podcast. I'm on a hot streak, fellas. Very excited to roll this into the Masters. Shape of the Sharp, Kansas UNC. We're not going to break down Ooh. the game that happened. What a final it was. But I heard you had uh, some wonderful bets for that game. How, how'd your night go? You know, thanks for asking, Tone. Um, uh, I had a good first week in the tournament, uh, sweet 16 pod. I recall I didn't do too well. And then, uh, the final four pod or sorry, we, we, we had to, we had to uh, pause on the final four pod, but yes, in short, um, I had referenced, I didn't watch a lot of college basketball this year. I'm interested to see how we do in tournaments and the brackets and betting. Well, um, can't speak for dangles pool, but I don't think I won that one. I won zero bracket pools. Um, and I also had Kansas in the first half last night and also bet Carolina at halftime and I had the over. So, you know, um, I, I you know, believe Colt that's a, uh, what they call an offer that that is an offer gopher. Uh, that's like a and, platinum you know, gam- sombrero. Jeez. Yeah. Gamble responsibly. My son um, has socks still, but they're thin, you know, 
they're thin. Dangles, uh, uh, we, we're, we're going to throw away your NCAA tournament betting record, but we all hit the golf bets <laughs> we made for the Players' Championship. How excited are you to dive back into the Masters of Sport? I mean, Schaefer the Sand Trap is here. He knows this sport. He bets on golf every weekend. Me and you are just here for the majors, and we have fun with it. How excited are you to go back to golf betting here? Well, I mean, the Masters is, you know, it's the biggest golf event. I feel like it's probably, uh, you know, besides the Super Bowl, it's that thing that everyone bets on, whether you bet or not. If you're in a state where you can bet, and even if you're not in a state where you can bet, you're probably Venmoing some money to a buddy that lives in Michigan or Massachusetts or Florida or somewhere to lay down a couple of uh, plays for you. But I'm, I'm stoked. I mean, the Masters is always excellent. Um, you always see some interesting names there on the board in the first day. And, and the last couple of years, we, we've had some, some names come into it even towards the end. Will Zalatoris last year finishing mm. second place in the Masters behind uh, Hideki Matsuyama, uh, obviously, and and uh, obviously in a course where experience really does matter, you know, maybe more so than some of the other courses you see on the PGA Tour, certainly some of the other major courses. So I'm pumped to dive into it. You know, what we all love about golf betting is it's, you know, it's it's dart throws, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there is a science to it and there isn't. So I'm stoked to hear what you two have to say. I feel like I've got some good bets uh, to throw out there and yeah i'm excited to get into it the fast five for the masters and it sprinkled some winners at the end that's coming up next but if you're listening to this show uh you can hear that uh, uh you're not listening to the normal uh dulcet tones of tony squares the nyx gold level in podcasting and sports excellence <laughs> normal audio quality coming from me that's f- because i am in boston massachusetts uh not for great reasons my auntie pauline uh, passed away. She was in her 60s, and I came home for the funeral, for the services and everything, and none of my other aunts listen to this show, so I can safely say the truth. She was my favorite aunt. A diehard sports fan, went to every Pats game with my uncle and my father, and uh, it was as somber as it was to be home for all of that. It was truly wonderful to see all of my family for the first time in a solid two years since this COVID thing is, has sort of taken over our lives, and to see everyone come home for her and be around for her and remember her and all of her beauty. It was uh, my my cousin Richie, her first son, did the eulogy and described her as a lioness. And I think that was the perfect way to describe her. And so this podcast is for the Lioness Auntie Pauline. And I'm excited to talk about the Masters, even though she wished we'd be talking about Tom Brady because that was her favorite player. Jeez, so no pressure here to lay down bets that are gonna that are gonna impress Auntie Pauline from above. Jeez. All oh, right. We geez. gotta actually we gotta actually execute here, boys. I'm going five and oh. I already know that. I, I could throw <laughs> anything at the wall. Auntie Pauline's making sure I'm going five and oh. But we're gonna be hitting the masters and that is coming up after this. West Coast Gamblers. Get ready race fans because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast. 
Well, boys, the azaleas are blooming. We are at Augusta National. Jim Nance is starting us off with a good old natural hello, friends. Fresh off is cutting off his tie for the NCAA Tournament Championship, and we are here for the Masters. We are each giving out five bets that you can take right now on our friends at DraftKings to make some money on Masters weekend. I am pumped to dive into this, and the five bets are going to start with Mr. D'Angelo Antonio. But first, I will say once more, the last time we did this was for the Players' Championship about a month ago, and as a show, we went 10-2-2. Dangles, start us off. Let's keep this winning track going. What's your first bet? for Masters weekend. All right. Uh, and I mentioned earlier when we were talking about this, this is a course, I think, where history really does matter. And your 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 knowledge of this course and how well you've played on this course, uh, because again, we talked earlier, Tony, you and I know a ton about golf, so I have a lot of uh, experience and knowledge to base this on. But Augusta, from everything I've read, everything I know in the years watching the Masters, is a place where history matters. And no one in this field has played more rounds at Augusta than Adam Scott. He is minus 130 to finish in the top 30, and I'm going to take him there. Uh, uh, He's a former Masters winner, 12 top 30s and 19 events played at Augusta for his career. Eight of those were top 20s, and five of those were top 10s. He's consistent on this course. His most recent was a uh, 54th place finish, but going backwards to 2017, tied 34th, tied 18th, tied 32nd, and tied 9th. He's in the mix. He can last through Thursday and Friday, and I like him to finish top 30 here the Australian Adam Scott former Masters winner 2012 I believe minus 130 to finish top 30 I love it I love it I have no idea if that's going to hit and Drew will be able to give us a better recap on that by the way if you're looking for research I came in hard with the research for the players championship and it did me end the show well but as as I said earlier in the show I've done very little research on this I've had a lot of other stuff to do I've done very little research on these bastard props so I'm going back As Dangle said, history plays here. I'm going back to what I did for the players. It was probably my favorite bet I took for the players' championship, and I'm rolling it back for the Masters. It's another prop you can take on DraftKings right now, and that is the winner of this Masters tournament to not be in the final pairing on the final day. And that is plus 180 right now on DraftKings. That is my first bet. It happened in the players. I'm very excited to see it happen again. And we're not going to get the weather we got in the players where I had to fight off three golfers in that final pairing. It should be two people. And the winner will not come from the final pairing on the final day. Plus 180. That's my first bet for our fast five. Shay for the sand trap. What do you got? All right, boys. So excited to be here. Masters week. And like I've referenced this year, I have bet on more golf pre-Masters in this calendar year than ever in my entire life. I do feel pretty in tune to what's going on in the golf world. And as Dangles referenced, this course, there there are specific horses for this course. Experience matters. Um, your, your current form, of course, matters. And I'm going to try to play on that in a different hybrid way here. I'm going to play Sam Burns in a tournament matchup versus Tony's boy, Bryson DeChambeau. Now, you might see this price, and it's minus 160, and we're going to get some more long shots here in a little bit. You do have to pay some tax for this. But if you were to listen to Bryson's comments this week, I think you'd be sprinting to the window to make this bet. Bryson literally said he's swinging at 80%. He just came from the Valero, the Valero, Texas Open, where he missed the cut, and everyone knows Bryson is the bomber. He didn't even swing driver. I was just about to say all, I read that that he didn't he didn't drive once from the tee nope. with a driver, nope. which is not something you expect out of uh, uh, big chest Bryson. Absolutely not. And he finished. He missed the cut badly. 
He literally said it, uh, on the on in, in the press on Monday, doctors he's about eighty percent. The doctors say he shouldn't play. There's some rumblings that he's kind of making an appearance here to kind of calm all the Saudi rumors that he was rumored to be the face of the Saudi league. And, you know, he's just kind of making an appearance. But if, if, it, if things are going to be worse, he goes with dude perfect on the sacred Augusta grounds and he's hitting golf balls with hockey sticks and kicking soccer balls they allowed over that? the Hogan Bridge. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Look it up. I couldn't believe it. Dude perfect. Bryson DeChambeau on Augusta National. Like, did like did he want his PR team? Like, hey, can we make things like worse for me? Let's do it, you know? Anyway, my boy Sam Burns, top ten player in the world, one of the best young players. Um, now, caveat here. This is his Augusta debut. And sometimes when you you know, in, in the past, this course can eat some debutantes up. However, Sam's got the game. He's already won this year. He's a three-time winner on tour. Uh, he eats par fives for breakfast. All, par, all all four of these par fives on this course are birdie or better if you hit it in the fairway. Give me Sam Burns minus 160 versus Bryson tournament long. I think Bryson's going home on Friday, boys. Man, uh, I, I do enjoy Bryson, and I hope that doesn't happen, but it very well could. But as for Dude Perfect, they are the impractical jokers of sports coverage. I hate those guys. Talentless fucks <laughs> that just keep on making money over and over again. Dangles, bet number two for the Masters weekend. All right, well, um, instead of burying the lead, let's just get right to it. Let's just address the elephant in the room because it had Don't to come it. up, Don't and it had it. to come up. And if he's gonna be do, if he's gonna be involved, you gotta have a play to have some fun. I think if you're going to do anything with this, and I think you've probably all surmised at this point that I am, of course, talking about Tiger Woods, the miraculous comeback. He is expected to play at the Masters. He says he feels good. This is a guy that nobody thought was, at a time, it's possible he didn't think, even think he was going to walk again, let alone play golf again. Insane. I don't think we ever thought, thought we were going to see him back on the course, let alone at the Super Bowl of professional golf. I'm going to take him to make the cut at minus 115. I think if you're going to play something on Tiger this weekend, this is a nice, easy play to make. Um, I, I just it, It's hard to know what he's going to do beyond that, but I think he's going to be in the mix if he gets out there. I've heard people you know, saying, you know, more confident than I am, saying if he puts a T in the ground, he's going to, he's going to make the cut. I think it's got to be, you got to have a little fun uh, and jump in on this Tiger thing. So I'm taking him to make the cut at minus 115. Dangles, I had a whole spiel. That was my backup the Brings truck bet. I'll give a different one out when it comes to the backup the Brings truck section. But <laughs> Sorry, listen. Buddy. I will say my spiel here. Uh, 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 Drew, what's my nickname on this show? Um, Tony Tires. Uh, no, no, the, Tony the, the regular one. If Tony you're shape of the sharp, Tony um, Squares. Tony, Tony Squares. squares. And, and, and listen, like uh, that, that's a that's a that's a name in name only. Like, yes, I make some square bets, but I'm I'm not your normal square. Like a square is an idiot. A square is a guy who just yeah. bets with his heart and doesn't do any of the legwork on it, I, especially when it comes to the NFL. I would not consider myself a full out square. That's more of a, a role. You're square, I play. you're square with rounded corners. Square that's, with rounded that's corners. more of a, a role I play for this show. But like my backup, the Brinks truck bet was going to be on Tiger Woods to make the cut at minus 115, knowing full well that is an absolute inflated number for a man who literally just had his leg snapped in half in a car crash and is now playing in his first tournament. And oh, by the way, it's Augusta National. There's no chance that Tiger should be minus 115 to make the cut. But as you said, Dangles, the man is playing in the Masters. The best golfer that has ever lived is coming back to play in the Masters. His kid is going to be there potentially caddying for him. I am all in on the Tiger Woods uh, story this weekend, and I am absolutely taking Tiger Woods to make the cut, knowing full well 
that I'm living up to my name, Tony Squares, with said bet, but I am down with it. Give me all the tiger in the world. That was my backup, the Brinks truck. I'll let you have it for this. I'll take another one, but give me tiger. I'm sorry about that, but it's like, we know, you know, really quickly, and I'll let you go, Drew. We know he's capable of this. We saw what he did at the players a couple of years ago. We know he's capable of coming back when nobody thinks he can and making an impact. We've seen it before. I'm going to say, Tony, you know that this is the squares bet that you could make for a guy that had his leg almost snapped in half last February. And, I, and I'll, I'll kind of respond to that and say, is it? Um, this is Tiger fucking Woods, man. And as Dangles referenced, he doesn't show up for uh, appearance fees. He doesn't show up to and I and I, his son is not caddying for him. By the way, this isn't some father son outing at your local muni. Okay, him and him and him and Joey, his caddy, were in Florida um, training for this. Obviously, he's playing practice rounds with JT. And by all accounts, on the grounds, I'm not sure if you saw some of the pictures on Twitter from his practice round. There's not an athlete in sports today that moves the needle like Tiger Woods moves the needle. It's not even close. He it, hit the it, golf it, picker, and did you see that yeah. video? He drilled the picker yeah, was, in that, range practice. It no, was great. That was awesome. But I'm saying the practice round on Monday, the fairways and tee boxes were lined. Like he is in contention on the back nine on Sunday. It was unbelievable. And, you know, rumor, not rumors, I mean, it was confirmed on the grounds that he is driving the ball past JT, and he has said verbatim, my golf game's fine. It's the walking. So, yeah. He's got a, a billion medical professionals there, his billion team. I'm also just – let's just make it a pod bet. We're going to bet Tiger to make the cut. He's yeah. never missed the cut ever yeah. as a professional in Augusta, and I don't think he's going to Augusta to miss the cut, okay? This isn't – again, this is I, – I, I, I am, like, so excited, if you can't tell. I am so excited to watch Tiger Woods, the GOAT, uh, you know, well, well, the, the GOAT of our generation – play golf at Augusta. So let's just make it a pod pick. Let's go Tiger to make the cut. Because if you don't bet that, then you're a nerd. If you if you bet him to miss the cut at minus one, you're a fucking you're loser, man. You're an asshole. You're a loser. No, he wants the smoke. Why else would he come back at the Masters? If he didn't want the smoke, he wouldn't. He would have come back in some you know offshoot uh, you know uh, tournament that nobody was paying attention to. Now to get us back on track, I'll go with my second bet of the day. And as I said, this is, a, this is a family weekend for me, or a family week, I should say, for me. So I'm going with what was one of my father's favorite golfers when he was in his prime. Because as you as you know on this show, I love taking nationality bets, you know, best Italian, best Canadian, all that stuff. But no, this one I'm going to the top senior in the Masters Tournament. And there's a few names on here that you will know. Patrick Harrington, Bernard Langer, Jose Maria Olasabal, uh, Sandy Lyle, who is, I've beaten down in a nationality prop before. But my top senior is going to go with one of my father's favorite golfers, Mr. Freddie Couples himself at plus 500 to be the top senior in the Masters. Do I know how old Freddie Couples is? No. Do I know what Freddie Couples' form is? No. I just know it's a family weekend. I'm going with my dad's guy at plus 500, Freddie Couples, to be the top senior at the Masters. Let's go, Freddie. Shea for the Sharp, what do you Love got? Love that. Love that. I'll make this simple, guys. I've, I've eyed my eye on this guy for many weeks. S.W. Kim, top 30 at plus 110. Uh, he's fared well here in the past. He had a nice uh, match play tournament. Didn't make it out of his group, but really ran into a buzzsaw against Tyrrell Hatton. Uh, this court suits him, and watching him in his practice rounds this week with defending champ Matsuzama, Sun JM, some of his countrymen. I really like him on this golf course. He's a great iron player. He's a, you know, he, his his weakness is putting, but I think he'll put himself in positions not to make many bogeys and on the weekend that will easily get you in the top 30. So give me SW Kim 
plus 110 top 30. Dangles, you've had uh, Adam Scott top 30. You took my Tiger to make the cut at minus 115. What is your third bet of the Masters? Well, since Drew brought it up, let's stay on the Siwoo Kim train. I've got him as the Ooh. top South Korean at plus 120. We've talked about the consistency uh, as being key at Augusta. He's got uh, T12, T34, T21, T24 in his last four tries at Augusta. He's made seven straight cuts this season. Sung JM is there at plus 110 if you like him, but he's only played at Augusta twice, the 220 uh, 20 Masters, the November one, and then uh, the April one in 2021. He finished second at the 2021, and then he didn't make the cut in 2021. So he's just a little too volatile for me in this sense. There's not a lot of South Korean players in the field, so you got small numbers to work with here. I like Siwoo Kim at plus 120 to be the top South Korean. Uh, I've talked a lot about guys that I like in this tournament so far, but this next bet is on a guy that I hate because he has lost me bets in golf ever since we started doing this show. And he's a guy that shares my same first name, Mr. Tony Finau. Uh, I know he plays the Masters well. I know he has a history of doing well here, but I'm taking Tony Finau to miss the cut at plus 180. We're just going off of a gut feeling here. I hate this man. He's lost me so much money in the past. I'm betting on him to fail. Tony Finau to miss the cut at plus 180. Shafe of the Sharp. What's your third bet of the day? Cut that out, Tony. Let's actually stay right there with the old cut parlay. Let me let me digress a little bit. I joined a cut pool in January, the Sony Open in Hawaii. Um, there is down, there is seven people left in this pool. Shave the Sharp is one of them. And um, the pot is significant. It's about, let's just call it 8,000 units if your unit was a dollar. Okay. So um, <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I am very, very interested and engaged uh, in cuts this week. I have to make my selection. And typically, Schaefer the Sharp would tell you, guys, cut parlays are sucker bets, okay? If DK's listening, our proud partner, very good friends over there. They love us. Um, you know, if they're listening to these cut parlays, you know, the bookie are, you know, they're, they have an edge. But I saw this one. I got to take it. I really, really believe in my heart in my heart that this is a good bet five guys to make the cut in a parlay is a lot but when you have colin morikawa xander shoffley patrick cantley jordan spieth and my man brooks kepka i think there might be some value there i think all five of these guys are live to win everyone knows about Spieth's history everyone knows about xander's history uh we all know that brook brooks gets up for Majors, I think he got a terrible draw. I know he got a bad draw of the players when it was Hurricane <laughs> Katrina that fucking second round. And, you know, Morikawa, people have said, like, there's not a golfer that fits this golf course better than Kyle Morikawa. This is his third time there. He hasn't played great in his first two appearances, but sometimes third time the charm. And that leaves us with Patrick Cantlay, who's, I guess you could call him the weak link of this fivesome. And he's only the FedEx champion, one of the best golfers in the world. So, Let's let's do it. Even money. Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, Jordan Spieth, and Brooks Kepka make the cut parlay. I'm sorry that uh, I'm just going to say sorry now about Jordan Spieth. I, uh, he's he's hit or miss, my guy. I know he has the history here, but oh. I, I could absolutely see Jordan Spieth ruining, ruining this for you on day one. I, I, I could too, Tony, but everything I read about Jordan Spieth is throw out his current form throw out everything you know about him when he gets on these grounds he's he's just he's just different he's just different but we'll see dangles bet number four for the masters well it's always nice uh when one of your co-hosts calls a bet you made a sucker bet right before you uh 
right before you make it. You know, I was looking at those parlays too, Drew, and I think you might have found the one. I think you might have found the one with better value. Um, I chose a different one, and I guess I mean essentially I'm paying twenty cents each for two fewer golfers with mine, but. I feel like there's a pretty, I mean, I feel like there's a better than good chance this happens. I went with Cam Smith, Adam Scott, and Mark Leishman all to make the cut at minus 140. So yours was an even money bet. Like I said, I've got two less golfers. Yours is better. But yours you're paying better. 20 cents less. Yeah, Cam like Smith, it. obviously, coming off the players win. He sat out at Valero, um, but he's among the favorites to win here at Augusta as well. Three top 10 finishes in his last four years at Augusta. Adam Scott, I mentioned earlier, former Masters winner, made his last 11 cuts at Augusta, only missed two in his career at that course. And then Mark Leishman's made his last four cuts at Augusta and five of eight in his career. I think that's as close to a sure thing as you can get. And yeah, it's minus 140. It's a little steep. You do pay the tax for those two fewer golfers, but I, I do think there's a little bit of value there just given the consistency of those three uh, golfers. So I've got an Aussie trio, Cam Smith, Adam Scott, Mark Leishman, all to make the cut at minus 140. Uh, for the record, Dangles, for the record, real quick, Tony, Dangles with three golfers, and obviously you're paying that tax at $1.40, that's just better value than a five-person parlay at even money any day of the week. So good on you, Dangles. I like your parlay. I might place that. <laughs> uh, my fourth bet was actually the first bet I had crossed off of the list, but we're going to add it to it since I took my Tiger bet away. Uh, I know I, I know he's past his prime. I know not a lot of other golfers enjoy him, but there's some reason I just love Fat Pat Reed. I just every oh, time God. I see him out there, I, I just see myself and I want him to succeed so badly. And a guy I don't like watching play Sergio Garcia. And so when you put those two in a matchup together, that's just calling out for Tony to bet one side of it. And I'm going Pat Reed over Sergio Garcia in a one on one matchup at plus 115. Give me fat Pat. I hate Sergio. See you later. I'm all, all all aboard the Pat Reed train over Garcia plus 115. Shape for the sand trap, bet number four. Guys, there's one player in this field that has been the first-round leader not once, not twice, but three times, and that player is Justin Rose. And last year, he he got off on a Thursday, fired a 65-700 to be three shots clear of the first-round lead. Now, would I be crazy to bet him first round leader again? Probably, but I can't help but think and this is and I, when I give the minus one sixty out. I want to give a longer shot. Justin Rose, who's got one of the I think he's top fifteen in the tour in round one scoring, top ten in round one. So that means obviously he has to finish top ten or ties after round one, plus five hundred. This guy was just leading by three strokes after the first round last year. And knows knows his way around this course very well. In fact, he made his debut uh, the year Tiger ninety seven when Tiger obviously ran away with it, chipped it in from about I think hundred yards. I remember watching that with my dad on eighteen. Really cool. It was low amateur that year. So give me Justin Rose, my man English Jr. Plus five hundred, top ten, round one. Dangles, it is time to back up the Brinks truck for the Masters. Our final bet today before we give out some sprinkles on some winners. What do you got to back up the brink truck, my friend? Well, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be doing any rocket science here, but um, I, my back up the Brinks truck bet for the Masters is John Rahm to be in the top 10 at plus 115. Last four years at Augusta, tied five, tied seven, tied nine, 
and fourth. So he comes with it at Augusta. He's got four top tens in nine events so far this PGA Tour season. He is coming off a T55 at the players. I do think that'll give him something to prove here. Volatility is a little bit of an issue with John Rahm. We know this. We've seen him melt down down the stretch on Sunday before. That's why I can't quite get to him as a full-on winner, even though I know he's a favorite, and I won't be giving him out as one of mine when we talk about those later. But I do think he's live to be in the mix on Sunday. He'll be he'll be a, a force to be reckoned with on this course. He's second-best golfer in the world right now in the rankings. Top 10, plus 115 for the Spaniard, John Rahm. My backup, the Brinks truck, is a bet on a man that won me money for the players, and I really enjoy watching him play. It's no bogey Tom Hoagie. Very excited for this golfer to hit the Masters here. He's in great form right now. And his T30, to uh, finish us all off, to finish in 30th or better, a T30 is plus 170. I think this is an absolute lock. My guy, no bogey Hoagie is going to be there. Again, don't Google image search him because you'll lose all confidence in this bet. Just know he is a solid golfer. Tom Hoagie, T30, plus 170 is my backup. The Brink struck. Shape of the sharp. Finish us off. What's the last bet of the day? All right, boys. I'm podcasting from you live in Michigan. I'm just going to go to our neighboring country to the north, to Canada, to find my backup, the Brinks truck bet. And this is a guy I've cast many lots on in the past. Some good, some not so good. But after a top 10 finish last year, his current form, and again, you make fun of me, but truly a, finish the phrase, Dangles, a premium ball striker a premium ball striker my man canadian Corey connors he's kind of a sharp darling this week among some touts that i follow closely people are very high on him and to get a top 20 on mr Corey connors this this year in augusta plus 160 i love it i bet it i'm backing up the brinks truck on it cc club canadian a Corey connors let's go leaves That's it for our Fast Five on the Masters again. Dangles has Adam Scott T30, Tiger to make the cut. Uh, Siwoo Kim to be top Korean. He has uh, some stupid-ass make-the-cut parlay and John Rahm to finish T10. I have the winner to not be in the final pairing at plus 170. Freddie Couples, top senior, plus 500. Finau to miss the cut, that asshole at plus 180. I have uh, Pat Reed over Sergio Garcia, plus 115. And Tom Hoagie, T30 at plus 170. Shape of the Sharp has Burns over Bryson at minus 160. Siwoo Kim, T30 at plus 110. An even worse cut parlay at even money. Justin Rose to be a round one top 10 player, plus 500. And Corey Connors is back up the Brinkstruck t20 at plus 160 before we go let's sprinkle some winners down on the table and before i get there i was in vegas as you guys know a few weekends ago and i may have played some real money bets on future masters winners because why not and i have to say looking at the odds right now i have good numbers on two of the three guys i placed them on so if uh scotty scheffler or uh who's the other one cameron smith win the masters just know i'm getting a better number than you are and if daniel berger wins it well i got a worse number that you could get right now but let's go with you daggles what do you got for the winner of the masters 
I also like Scotty Scheffler uh, to win potentially at plus 1,200 uh, right now, 12 to 1. He's the number one ranked golfer in the world, uh, top 20 in his last four majors. Three of those finishes were top 10, including fourth uh, at the PGA Championship. He's got recent wins at Arnold Palmer, uh, and he outlasted Patrick, Patrick Cantlay in a playoff at the Waste Management Phoenix. So I like him at plus 1,200. Uh, I also like Victor Hovland at plus 2,000. He's the fourth ranked golfer in the world. He's someone who's never won a major. And guys, I got to give some credit here. I was listening to um, Cousin Sal and, and Dave Damashek on the Extra Points podcast, and they had um, uh, Paul Cohorst, who I guess is a golf guy, come on. And he gave a great stat um, uh, that 16 of the last 23 majors have been won by someone who has never won a major. And his point was kind of like, so start looking at those guys, the Cam Smiths, the the Scotty Schefflers, the Victor Hovlands that haven't won one yet, and maybe have a couple of those mid-range guys that you want to sprinkle something on. So I like him at uh, 20 to 1 Victor Hovland and then if you want to go for a real long shot I mean I, I don't know why not put some money on Will Zalatoris at 35 to 1 he played well on this course last year we know he can compete in big moments we've seen it he's young he's spry he's going to be in the field I think I like him at uh, 35 to 1 so uh, Scheffler Hovland and Zalatoris are like my short medium and long Shay for the sharp why don't you go next with some winners my guy guys I made this bet I think in February um and I'm going to stick with it. I do have some futures on Scotty Scheffler at a very good number. Uh, before he went on his winning streak, I had a future on Joaquin Neiman. But we're not here for that. I bet Justin Thomas at about 18 to 1, I think, in February. I think he's currently 12 to 1. I'll play that still. And I think what is not being said, what's, it's actually being said, but I don't think it's being properly equated in, in this formula is he's got bones on the bag. Okay, he didn't have. He's never had bones. That's obviously uh, Phil Mickelson, the the person we don't speak of anymore at, in golf circles, um, <laughs> his ex caddy. But no one. There's a phrase. You know, you don't you don't uh, you don't teach or these greens. You learn these greens. These greens just like teach you, right? So bones. Again, last year we talked about Bryson with no greens books here at Augusta. I really think bones could be JT's X factor. No one has hit more greens in regulation than Justin Thomas in Augusta the last five years. Last year, before the weather delay, he was right there. I think he was tied for lead. Comes out of the weather weather delay, makes a snowman on a very scorable par 515. Never got back into it after that. I just think he's prime, man. I think he's primed for a win. I think he's going to do it with bones on the bag. So that's my uh, favorite uh, uh, outright JT at 12 to 1. And I'm going to piggyback off you, Dangles, on your medium. I guess it's your long, my medium. That's not an indication of anything else. Um, don't take it that way. Um, Willie Z, 35 to 1. And, you know, top debutante last year. Um, people always talk about his putting. And he putted actually very, very well at the match play. He's actually an exceptional leg putter. It's the short ones that he gets a little yippy on. But I think he's got a lot of confidence. Uh, really, the course suits him, not only his, his irons, but just his ability to get off the tee and his wedge play. The putter is an issue, but I think he's going to be right there. And then I'm going to piggyback off my Canadian CC club, Corey Connors, at 55-1. to 1. I mean, I like this that. guy could very well – very, I could very well see him. It could be a, t- a double, a double win because I can see Corey Connors being like in the third group, third to last group out on Saturday or Sunday. You know, maybe a couple shots behind, um, and then obviously the next thing you know, he's put on the green jacket. So that'd be a Tony winner and a share for the sharp winner. So JT twelve to one, Willie Z thirty five to one, and CC Canadian 
Corey Connors, 55-1. to I do love, just because you brought it up again before I give my uh, one and only winner here, I do love the top debutante bet at the Masters because, as you said, it is a whole different beast than any other golf course you're ever going to play. And there are a lot of really fun debutantes in this, not only Sam Burns, Tom Hoagie, Harold Varner, the third, Taylor Gooch, all these guys making their first play at the Masters. But my favorite one is the guy with the longest odds in the top debutante battle. My guy, Guido, Mr. Guido, the winner of my top. He returns. He returns. (laughs) And I mean, if I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of anything, it's going to be on my guy Guido to be the top debutante at plus 4,000. Let's go Guido. Um, I am not going to give out a winner of the masters because again, it's, it's throwing darts at this point. We have just feelings and all that stuff. Instead, I'm going to give you something that you can cash out on day one. I'm going to give you the round one leader, and it's going to be the long shot. But as we said on this show, you're a jackass if you're betting Tiger to miss the cut. And Tiger, to come out on Thursday and to be the round one leader, when he his body is just going to hang on long enough, as sooner or later he's going to walk that course 72 times, and it's going to be too hard for him to move on. But day one? Give me one day, Tiger. Give me one day where you just shock the world and come out leading it at the end. And at plus 4,500 for Tiger Woods to be the round one leader, I am betting that, and I can't wait to be, have, have a little a little inkling on that. Justin Rose, be damned. Tiger Woods, round one leader at plus 4,500 is the only winner I'm giving out. And if we hit that, we're all going home happy even before the weekend starts. But that's it for our Masters pod, our little Masters show. And then after this show, guys, I don't know if you've been paying attention. There's been a hell of a lot of NFL free agency moves. And the NFL draft is right around the corner just a few weeks away. We're going to be diving back into our bread and butter. It's time to go back to the NFL. But first, we do a little bit of golf. And that's it for the Masters show. For Schaefer the Sharp, Schaefer the Sand Trap, Drew Schaefer Crookson, for Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, who has an incoming baby class in about 15 minutes that he has to go to. And for myself, Tony Squares, Tony Cavallo, we are the West Coast Gamblers, the winner of the NYX Gold Level Podcast Excellence in Sports Award. Again, feel free. To email us if you know what that is. Very happy to be here. Very happy to be a part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, even though they might cut us after we're making fun of the only award they've ever given us before. But thank you for listening. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minterdial a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle, or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!